This is CliffCentral.com. It's time for a little reality check. Rich, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Excellent. What's on your mind today? Okay, so, uh, Gareth, I've got a terrible echo coming back at me with every word. I don't know if we can sort that. Um, can you hear better now? Is it is it improved? I think so. All right, go ahead. That's perfect. Thank you. All right, so a few weeks ago, in fact, this is the thing I was going to talk about when we started talking about Bitcoin when Rand was up. Uh, but I, it's still been on my mind, and I, and I want to address it. So maybe a few weeks ago, I saw a video that was getting sent to Rand's uh, social media, and it said, this is the video the police are trying to have removed from the Internet. And the video shows a group of police in Britain, and they're marching through, and there's a bunch of teenagers, probably about my son's age, about 14 years old. And these teenagers are swearing at the police, baiting them, laughing at them, and getting all up in their face. Mm-hmm. And the police keep saying to them, guys, disperse, disperse, disperse. And the kids aren't. And then the police say, if you don't disperse, if you don't go away, we're going to arrest you. And then the kids are like, oh, fuck you, and stuff like this. And you can see it all in the video. I actually put it on my Twitter channel this morning so people can see if they want reference. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is then the police have enough. And one guy jumps in and, and wallops one of these kids. And then they get crazy. They, you can't do that. Then they're starting to fight the police and the police are fighting back and they're holding these kids down on the ground and things like this. And, um, the guy who shared on social media said, this is disgusting. The police must be stopped. And I'm thinking, what the bloody hell is wrong with us? When I grew up, people were petrified of the police. This is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. We expect the police to be the few that control the many. Right. They have to be allowed a different set of rules to us, you know, because we can't be afraid of police brutality when somebody's breaking into our house. So where do we draw the line? You know, if someone's breaking into our house, we want the police to come in and get heavy handed. And it's, it's such a tough job that these guys have. And every single time they do something that goes against their sensibilities, we call them out. Now, I think as society, we need to be very, very careful what we wish for. Because if we keep wishing for police never to raise their hands, never to, to get heavy handed, and because these, you can't wait every time. The police can't be the second people to react in every circumstance. And if we keep waiting for this to happen, one, th- nobody will want to be police because it will simply be too dangerous. And second of all, we are going to hamstring the police. We're going to expect them to enforce the law with themselves handcuffed. And I do not think this is a good thing. You know, I saw videos from Barcelona this weekend. And there was protesters and everyone is upset because these protesters are protesting and uh, the police all of a sudden start hitting back with batons and things. Mm-hmm. But again, you have, you know, thousands and thousands of protesters and 20 police trying to block a certain way. Now, unfortunately, this is how this works. This is how the system works. We can't keep telling them, the police that they're wrong for getting heavy handed or else they will lose all power and all control. Again, I want to go back to the final point that when I was a child, we were petrified of the police. We were absolutely petrified. Mm-hmm. And that was what gave them the respect they needed to get their job done. Right. And I think we need to be extremely careful about taking this away. Yeah, the police, you've got to have a little bit of fear. I mean, this is important because if you don't fear them, these are not your parents, right? They don't have to carry a sense of respect and if you see a policeman and you know you've done something wrong, you should be afraid. Absolutely. And 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 if you see the police and they tell you, look, stop it, or we're going to get heavy with you, don't expect them not to get heavy with you when you don't stop it. 
How are you ever going to be accountable for your own actions? And where do we draw the line? Because where do we let the police do their job and where do we stop them just because on the one thing it's more a civil rights issue and the other it's a criminal rights issue? And when the two of them mix, uh, how do we control that? Well, I, I think in any country where the police are well governed, where there is there is good leadership, where they know what the parameters of their authority are, in any society like that, the only people who have to fear the police are the criminals. Because ordinary citizens, their interactions with the police are very limited. And if you're on a peaceful protest, the police are going to be peaceful with you. If you're on an armed or violent or vigilant or dangerous protest, they're going to join in and they're going to knock you out because they've got superior okay, firepower. Even, sorry, even when it's uh, there's peaceful, but there's also legal. Yeah. So when the people walked through the gates of parliament a few years ago, mm-hmm. if you remember, they actually were basically storming the gates of parliament. They're not allowed to be there. Yeah. The police violently stopped them to push them back outside. They kept saying, go outside, step back, step back. And the guys were walking in peacefully holding flowers, but you're still breaking the law. Yeah. If somebody walked into my house saying, I'm coming into your house illegally, but I'm holding a flower, you know, I would want the police to get heavy handed to throw them out. So there's also the rule of law that comes in. It's not enough to have your hands raised in the air, do something illegal, and then expect not to be uh, treated as a criminal. All right, we've got someone on the line who wants to actually talk to both of us about this. Uh, you're on the phones. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Yeah. So, so it's not this specific incident. I don't know if you guys saw the the incident over the weekend where um, it was somewhere in Cape Town in a uh, informal settlement where there was two cops trying to arrest a guy, and this guy was fighting them. And there's probably about fifty or sixty other people around the cops, chanting and screaming at them and whatnot. But this guy kept on resisting arrest. Um, anyway, it, it ended up with this guy being shot in the leg um, by one of the police officers. And everyone went off, like, oh, you know, why did you shoot the guy? What has he done? Whatever. He resisted arrest. And there was about 50 or 60 of the, the, the people standing around, you know, going at these cops. So I don't blame them for one second. If a policeman is going to arrest you, don't resist arrest. You know, have it sorted out at the station. But I fully agree. Hmm. Yeah, what do you think of that, Rich? Yeah, exactly. No, 100% agree with this. You've got a group of people, essentially an angry mob situation in which these two police police people, a man or woman, I'm not sure, but they have to do a job. And they've got to show that they are in control. If they don't, there could be anarchy. They don't know who around there is friends with this um, criminal. And in the past, when a policeman says, you're under arrest, are you coming with me? You you do it. And I, I don't want to create a police state, but I do believe that we need to respect their power. And we need to allow them to do their job, even if that makes them get heavy handed. I think because if we don't, chaos will ensue. And I keep, I just keep on thinking about what will happen when we have a world where we completely handcuff our police, where they have no power and where they're unwilling to act in any way where they think they might get into trouble. Because then when the person is breaking into your house and the policeman says, well, I didn't ask him nicely if he's, you know, got any other reasons to be there. Therefore, I need to kind of leave this until I have permission. Then all of a sudden you and your family are at risk. And it's very funny. Then we'll talk about how inefficient the police are doing their job. These poor guys cannot win. You can't have it both ways. Like 
honestly, you either want the police to do their job or you don't. And unless, and you know, I also stand by, if you think you can do it better with, with flowers and poppies, then go and do their job for a while. Yeah, and it's damn hard. I mean, it is, it is impossibly difficult if you're a policeman. And in South Africa, they're extremely underpaid as well. <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen, that's a, that's an interesting cool. one thank to think about. I mean, it's, it's so complicated because it's such a balance of stuff. But thank you, Rich. We'll talk to you again next week. Take care. Cool. Rich Mulholland did a little bit of a reality check for, for us this morning. This is cliffcentral.com.